What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi guys, welcome to Not Your Typical with me, Not Your Typical fitness lover, Caitlin Nolan. It's the best part of the week right now because I have my coffee, I'm recording this podcast, And I have some good stuff to talk about in this episode today. I am doing something that not a lot of people do. Even I really struggle doing this. And it's admitting when, not when I'm doing something wrong, but just being reflective. I don't know what I'm trying to say. But the title of this episode is Exposing Myself. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. I want to share with you guys the things that I have reflected on and just really noticed that I need to change and I need to stop doing them. And I think the best way to do that is to be honest with yourself and really look at your life and think, what am I doing that isn't adding to my life anymore? And even if at one point it was adding to my life, it might not be anymore. You know, we have to evolve. And if we're constantly trying to reach higher goals and setting fitness goals and relationship goals, personal growth goals, career goals, every different type of topic we are gonna have to grow evolve change and reevaluate that's just how it is in life and if you want to be successful you need to get good at admitting when you're doing something that isn't working anymore so I will lead by example in this episode might embarrass myself a little bit but that's okay because we're all friends here and I'm excited to get into it but of course we need to start the episode off with the best segment which is not your typical obsession of the week And you guys might hate me for this one because I feel like everyone needs to try waking up at 5 a.m. It is a very daunting habit and I was seeing so many people do it on TikTok and the waking up at 5 5 a.m. trend was going around on YouTube for a while and I just was like, there's just no way I'm going to do that. I'm not going to mess up my sleep schedule and just like be tired all day just what's the point unless like I lived by the ocean and I was trying to go see like the sunrise or something I understand that but for me like I just thought of it as waking up to a dark apartment sitting around not really having anyone to talk to in the morning and just like waiting around for everyone to wake up so I didn't really see a point to it but the past week literally I think the past six days in a row so obviously like one day short from a week I've been waking up exactly at 5 a.m. every single day and I actually started going to a workout studio so it's like a spin studio next to my apartment and I don't know why I never used to do like super early in the morning workout classes or just workouts in general. I felt like I needed to give my body time to like actually wake up 
or have time to fuel myself so that my food could digest and give me energy for my workout. So for some reason, I always just stayed away from it and didn't really try it out. But this week, like I said, I tried the 6 a.m. workout class and I am hooked. Like literally, I've gone to the studio every single day since and taken the earliest class that they have. Something about waking up, getting out of my apartment, going and doing a workout and coming home and getting ready for the day and it only being like 8 a.m. is the best feeling I think I've ever felt in my life and it's for sure going to become my new daily routine. So I guess I kind of have two this week. One, waking up at 5 a.m. because I feel like it has freed up so much more of my day and I like look at the clock expecting it to be 5 p.m. and it's like 12 and I just feel like I can get so much more done. And then the other thing is just going to a workout class early in the morning, getting out of my apartment, going and seeing people first thing in the morning, having someone else like lead me through a workout. I don't know. I just like really, really like it. And I really encourage anyone, especially if you feel like you're in like some type of rut with fitness. This happens to me a lot. I'll be super motivated one month and then the next month I just can't get into the groove of working out and I'm still like going because I want to feel good and I know that I love it and I love the feeling after but when I'm there I'm just like not fully there and I'm just going through the motions I feel like everyone can understand a little bit of like going through some type of rut with fitness I feel like it's very very common so I just encourage you guys to it doesn't have to be a workout class even though a lot of workout classes the first class that you take is free like I know Orange Theory the first class is free Um, this studio I went to actually wasn't, which was kind of sad, but yeah, just go try something new workout wise. Maybe it's a new Instagram workout or a new style of workout. I don't know. It just really inspired me this week. So I'm going to leave you guys with that. Do what you want with it, but it really helped me and I feel like it might benefit you guys too. Um, so the word of the week that I'm going to do this week, I actually haven't even thought about this before the episode. So let's see. Okay, I thought about it for a second. My word of the week is going to be routine. And the reason why I say that is because after this past week of waking up at five, going to my workout, coming home, making my breakfast, doing the dishes, like I just feel so good. And I am kind of switching up my routine. So it's inspiring and it's fun. So I just kind of want to stay with it and see if I still like it, you know, I've always told you guys that if you're trying out new habits, you have to stick with them for a while to see if you actually like them or if you actually don't like them. Obviously, the first morning that I woke up at 5 a.m., it was hard. Like, my alarm went off and I thought for a second, do I want to snooze? Honestly, the most reason why I got out of bed that morning was because I would get charged if I didn't show up for the workout (laughs) that I wanted to go to. So, that was good. But yeah, like the first day was really hard. So if I would have just looked at that morning and then thought, okay, do I want to keep this in my routine? I probably wouldn't have, but I stuck with it for the next couple of days and I really wanted to see if it worked for me and it did and I really like it so far. So yeah, and also it's the weekend right now and I slept in both days, woke up a little bit later than five. I woke up at like 8, 9. I don't have the luxury of fully sleeping in because I do have a puppy, but um, yeah, I just kind of mean during the week. So we're going with the word routine and I'm excited. Speaking of routines, I feel like something that's really common when people try and set their daily routine or think of habits they want to stick to, I think it's very common to go through a burst of motivation and then a burst of being burnt out. And I think that 
really comes with like New Year's resolutions in the beginning of the year. I talked about this in my last episode. This is kind of the time where people are falling off of routine and they're lacking that motivation that they found at the beginning of the year. And I would say that that is because of burnout. And that's going to bring me to my first like exposing myself topic. (laughs) Um, I'm pretty bad at this, burning myself out. So that's the first one I want to talk about. I am the type of person where if I think of a goal, like say I want to get good at spinning. I'm using this example because I just told you guys I signed up I signed up for a spin studio this week. If I want to get good at spin, I am so motivated at the beginning that I'm like, I'm going to go every day. I'm going to watch a bunch of YouTube videos trying to learn how to get better at spin. I'm going to talk to my friends who do spin. You know, like I'm going to do everything I can to reach that goal And that's an amazing thing. I'm not saying that that's the bad thing of being super motivated. I just feel like I almost burn myself out when I have these goals, even with like work-wise. So for YouTube, I'll be super inspired and watching someone that just edits their videos so well and films a bunch, they post a bunch, and I'll try and do that. And I'll try and put so much on my plate and so much pressure to achieve those goals like right away when I really have to remind myself like, nothing good comes from rushing or putting too much pressure on yourself. So that's something I really need to work on. And I think that the biggest thing that's going to help me stop doing that is recharging more, which I'm pretty bad at this, mostly because I'm just a type of person that's very go, go, go. And resting isn't my favorite thing to do. I honestly get bored and I have to like actually remind myself, okay, you should probably rest. Like, I booked another class tomorrow morning for spin and that would have been the sixth day in a row spinning, maybe fifth day. I think it's, I think it's the sixth day. And I just thought to myself like, yes, I probably could go tomorrow. Like I'm really not sore or anything. Like my arms are a little bit sore, but like, yes, I could probably go, but should I go, you know, should my body rest? So even though I really want to go, I love getting out of the apartment. It's a Monday tomorrow. You guys know never miss a Monday. I love that attitude. And just like doing everything you can at the beginning of the week to set up your week. But no, I was like, I should probably rest. So I'm going to make myself rest. And I unbooked the class. I canceled my reservation. So that's just something I'm going to do going forward is just being more disciplined with myself to slow down and remind myself, you don't have to just do everything all at once. You can spread things out. And I really think that we're going to reach our goals quicker that way anyway in the long run because then we're avoiding burnout and burnout can last so long. I feel like everyone's been there where they're in this attitude where they just don't love something that they used to love so much or that they used to have so much motivation for and that can last a while and being burnt out can last last a really long time. So I'm trying to avoid burnout. Burnout is never a good thing and yeah I'm just gonna chill a little bit more. Another thing I'm really, really going to work on is living in the moment and having that glass half full mentality rather than glass half empty. And what I mean by this and like how I relate this to my life is sometimes I'll be on social media and I'm like, oh my gosh, this person lives in New York and they're constantly going out and they have so many friends around them and they have so much opportunity to film this and try all these new things. And then I'm like, I am so sick of living in Arizona. I've lived here my whole life and I just can't wait to move. But 
at the same time, like I love living in Arizona. I love being close to my family. I grew up over here. I know how to get around. I know my favorite restaurants. I love my apartment. And I have to remind myself of those things more than when I catch myself comparing. And this goes a lot with social media comparison. So I'm sure if you're listening, you can relate to this. I think everyone can relate to social media comparison. I've never met one person who can't. And I know I talk about this a lot, but I did want to bring it up again because I talk about it so much with my friends and it's just so realistic in our lives. So I feel like I can help at least like one person listening who also struggles with it. Um, I think the best thing that we can do is stop ourselves in the act of comparing, you know, when you're going down that rabbit hole of, oh, they have this, they're hanging out with these friends, they're doing all of this. And just stop yourself and think, okay, well, what about my life do I really, really love? And what am I grateful for? And it can be small things, you know, not every single day you're going to have this amazing mindset where you're like, oh, I love where I live. I love all my friends. I love my apartment. You know, some days we just aren't in that mood. It can be really small. Like I am grateful for the fact that I woke up. I'm grateful that I have legs that brought me out of bed today. I'm grateful for the food in my fridge, you know, like if you have to get really, really specific and go back to the basics, like there's nothing wrong with that. I know I definitely have to do that some days. So I'm working on that glass half full, not half empty and just really not comparing on social media anymore. And I always say that. So I sound like a broken record, but I just, it's something that's so apparent in my life. I mean, my job is literally social media. And with that, my friend Anna Hyde posted a TikTok about this this week. And if you guys don't know her, she's also an influencer. She's been doing it way longer than me. And she was just saying how if your job is an influencer, you your job is literally to compare yourself. You have to watch other people's videos and TikToks and go on their Instagram to find the trends, find the trending audio, know what's trending fashion-wise. And I don't know, there's just so many things that you have to do as an influencer that brings you to comparison which is honestly the worst part of the job. And I'm not complaining about my job. I love my job, obviously. Like, you guys know that, especially podcasting. I think maybe that's why I love podcasting so much because there's no comparison. But pretty much that's why I talk about it so much because it's just such a huge part of my life and a really big struggle that I go through. So hopefully I can help someone just by talking about it and sharing what I'm doing to try and counteract it every single week. Um... Another thing that I need to work on is going back to habits that I've already broken. And I'm pretty bad at this because obviously when you have a habit that you break, it's it was a habit to begin with. So for me, I found that it's really easy to go back to those habits. And obviously, if at one point I wanted to break that habit, then it's probably not good for me and it's probably not good for my lifestyle. So for example, not scrolling on my phone before bed or in bed, like specifically in bed, that's the worst thing that I can do for myself because I will be up all night. And if I literally open the TikTok app, there's no way I'm getting off of it within an hour. There's just no way. So if I'm laying in bed at nine and I open my phone, I go on TikTok, for sure I'm not falling asleep until 10. And that's even a reach because once I go on my phone, The blue light, just the fact that I work in social media, so now I'm put into like a stressed mindset. There's just nothing good that comes from me going on my phone at night. 
And I know that and I broke that habit. I stopped doing it. But obviously I'm human and I sometimes form habits again that I already broke. So I've noticed when I do pick up my phone and I go back to that habit, like the next three days, I keep doing it. And I feel like people don't realize how much our phones could actually get in the way of our progress. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And I hate saying that because I know everybody goes on their phone and I don't want anyone to be discouraged, but I think it's important to be mindful of how much screen time you're actually consuming. And yeah, it's just like a time killer. Obviously, it can be good for like motivation and inspiration purposes, but I feel like you have to be really careful about what you are actually watching, consuming, following on social media. And this is a whole nother topic I could go off on for 10 minutes. But yeah, going back to breaking habits I already broke, whenever that happens to me, I always have to like stop myself in the vicious cycle and just literally talk to myself and say, okay, you do not do well when you do this. So why do you keep doing it? And it's just this like horrible cycle. And it just comes down to phone addiction. And I know that that's a really real thing. I'm just definitely addicted to my phone. Like my screen time is way too high. I checked it the other day and it's at like eight hours. I usually don't check it because I'm just not really a numbers person. I hate feeling negative about like numbers. And again, that's like an area you could compare yourself in because if someone else has a six hour screen time and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm on my phone so much. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm on my phone two hours more. So if you're on your phone a lot, what does that mean for me? You know, so that's why I don't really like to share numbers, but I just really want to focus on getting my screen time down, especially at night. But the point is I am so bad at going back to those bad habits. So the way that I'm really going to stop going back to bad habits is one, not trying to break too many habits at once. This kind of goes hand in hand when people say at the beginning of the year, don't overwhelm yourself. Don't give yourself too many New Year's resolutions because then one, it's hard to keep track of everything. And two, it almost feels restrictive. So for me, I don't want to be just the absolute perfect version of myself. You know, I could say, okay, no going on my phone in the morning, no going on my phone when I eat, no going on my phone when I'm laying in bed. You know, the list could go on and on. But instead, I would rather think, okay, well, what what is like the one thing I really don't want to do? And for me, that's not going on my phone before bed. So having that one goal rather than having 10 goals feels less daunting and it feels more realistic. And I know I'm talking about like going back to habits I've already broken, but you could also think of this in a way of just when you start a bunch of habits, you know, when you focus on too many things, then at some point it might get so overwhelming that you just stop them in general. And that's obviously not what we want to do. So just minimizing your goals, I think is a really good way to stay on track honestly and I know some people are like why would you say that because aren't we supposed to be like aiming higher and challenging ourselves more yes of course and that's how we reach our goals but at the same time we need to be realistic and nobody's reaching their goals 
if they're not being realistic and honest with themselves of what they can actually achieve. So I'm bad at this. I need to take my own advice. Obviously, way, way, way easier said than done, but I know that we can both do it. It's possible. Another thing I am pretty bad at is a clear space equals a clear mind. And I'm sure you've heard this before, and it is such a true statement. If you've ever been like living in an apartment or your room and it begins to get extremely dirty, that is a reflection of how you are going to be. And I'm just such an organized person. I haven't always been like this at all. I would say within the past two years, I've really, really started to focus on my environment and just what I just said, keeping a clear space so that I have a clear mind. And there's definitely been times where I've killed it at this habit and Hunter and I get into the routine of a Sunday reset and we deep clean our apartment once a week. We're cleaning our sheets all the time. But then there's the flip side of it where I feel like I just can't catch up like I was saying and letting my apartment get too dirty to the point where I don't even know where to start with cleaning it. Like I'll have a bunch of PR packages just piled up by the door. I'll have Coco's toys laying everywhere, a bunch of laundry that I need to do. You know, I think everyone can relate to this when you let things pile up for too long and then you go to do it and you finally have that motivation to clean it. But it's just so much at that point that it seems like the most daunting task and it's a vicious cycle because when you have that feeling where it's like, oh my gosh, where do I even start? It's so much harder to start. So you keep pushing it off. You keep pushing it off. And then that feeling just grows and grows. So I hope some of you guys understand this and I'm not just like the only one who pushes things off. I think I'm just a huge procrastinator and that's why I do this. And it's just so apparent in my like home life, like my apartment, because like I just said, I'll let my laundry just pile up and I'll just wear the clothes that are clean rather than cleaning the dirty clothes because I can, but then like I just said, it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, I really need to do laundry, but now there's so much laundry to do and I feel like I can't catch up. So I really want to be more disciplined with myself and that is literally my favorite word, discipline. We need to be disciplined in our lives. That's how we reach our goals and whether it's fitness goals, career goals, you know, with fitness goals, you have to push yourself. You can't just show up to the gym once and think, oh, I'm going to reach my goals. Or you can't just have the mindset of adding nutritious foods into your diet one day and think it's going to make this huge difference. You know, we have to let things play out to be successful and be disciplined with ourselves. And that word sounds so much scarier than it actually is. And I feel like it has a negative connotation to it where people think that discipline equals restriction. And to me, 100% no, like if you guys follow any of my platforms, you know that restriction is never something that I would ever promote and it's something that will not help you reach your goals in any way. Restriction is just never the answer and if it's your first time listening to my podcast, like you will start hearing this a lot from me because discipline does not equal restriction. Discipline equals setting yourself up for success, doing the things that you know are going to get you to your goals and in no way is that saying doing things that restrict you. Okay, I just want to make that clear because no, we do not promote diet culture on this platform in any way. I'm actually promoting the exact opposite. I'm not promoting restriction. 
I'm promoting abundance. Literally, the lifestyle that I've created for myself and I live day to day is an abundance lifestyle. I'm always thinking, what can I add into my life? That's what we need to focus on. What are we adding to our life? What's making it happier? Not focusing on things that we can take away and restrict ourselves from doing. At the end of the day, that's never ever the way through to get to reaching our goals. I promise you that's the hardest way through. And no, that's just a mindset that I will never ever promote. You don't have to worry about that on my podcast. Um, But for me, I need to be disciplined in doing things little by little so that it doesn't just all come down onto me all at once and then it's too heavy for me to carry. So I think weekly for me, I just need to set those goals where if it is that week, I know that I have a lot of like laundry to do. I need to set the goal of, well, I'm going to do like one load every single morning and that way I'm not waiting till Sunday and I already have like seven loads, you know? You guys get what I'm trying to say. I'm definitely going to work on that and I I really do think I'm going to see a huge difference with that. Another thing going off of like setting yourself up for success, my last one is having that perfectionist mentality. I am a huge perfectionist and luckily I will say I am not a perfectionist in my healthy lifestyle or my mindset with health. Thank God I used to be and if you are a perfectionist in that way, just know like I did relate to at a time and you can fully push past that and there's like a light at the other end of the tunnel is pretty much what I'm trying to say um where I used to look at health and fitness as it needed to be perfect and I don't know who needs to hear this reminder but I definitely needed to hear it four years ago one day one week even one month is not going to ruin all of the progress that you've been working towards and I don't just mean this in fitness I mean this just in general. If you've been working at something for a year and you need a break, that's okay. Take the break. It will not ruin your lifestyle. And I used to have the mindset that I need to be 100% perfect all the time or 100% motivated and focused on fitness to get to my fitness goals. Or the other option would just be to not be into fitness at all. And that's why I had that like yo-yo lifestyle where one year I was so into fitness and then the next year I was so burnt out I just didn't even care about it I worked out like maybe three times which is so unlike me because I've told you guys so many times fitness is a passion of mine yes I work out to feel good and I work out because I know it's healthy for me but at the end of the day what really does get me to the gym is how much I love fitness and I've always loved fitness but I didn't really think about it in the way where do I feel good mentally also, you know, like, am I enjoying the foods that I'm eating? Am I enjoying my workouts anymore? Or am I just doing it in this like perfectionist way where I feel like I have to do it? And when you feel like you have to do something, I think that's where the fun gets like sucked out of it. And luckily for me now, like I said, my mindset on my lifestyle is really not perfectionist, which is crazy because I'm a perfectionist in every single other area of my life. Like I can truly say that with my relationship, I want things to be perfect. With my friendships, I want things to be perfect. With my social media, my work, you know, I want things to be so perfect that it it really is just holding me back. Like it really is. So that's why I'm trying to work on it so badly. But Um, going back to like my healthy lifestyle and the way that I look at it, I'm so thankful that I choose to have balance. I choose to rest 
And I know that being imperfect with a healthy lifestyle is actually such a better way to live because then I'm happy mentally and I'm happy physically. I still feel good. I'm not fully going off of my habits on my rest days or when I do practice balance. I'm not only eating foods that don't make me feel good. I'm doing both. I'm having foods that make me feel really good physically, but also make me feel really good mentally. You know, that's what balance is. And I'm so thankful that I view health in that way now. And it's brought me to the best part of my life. It has literally helped me reach every single goal. So that's how I need to motivate myself in my career and my friendships, relationships, is knowing that when I stopped having that mindset with health and fitness, that's where I started to grow. So of course, that's going to happen in all of the other areas of my life, you know. So if you struggle with perfectionism with your healthy lifestyle or your career or your friendships, your Instagram, whatever it is, literally, just take motivation from me knowing that in my healthy lifestyle, when I was a perfectionist, I was not reaching my goals. And now that I have so much balance and I'm not putting any pressure on myself to be perfect, that's where I've grown. And I didn't even realize how I need to look at that too, just until right now talking about it with you guys. So I'm definitely, definitely going to have that mindset and continue to remind myself of that when I have that perfectionism mindset with career and, you know, everything. I'm happy we're ending on that one because I think that that's just so important, especially with health and fitness, really. But I want to hear some feedback from you guys and just know, are you guys on a fitness journey? Are you guys listening to this podcast to get career advice, to be motivated in your personal life, personal growth? Like, what is it that you guys come to my podcast for. I know a lot of you guys do love health and fitness. I think I have that niche on social media just because those are my passions in life. So obviously, if I'm posting what I'm doing day to day, it really is going to be a lot of health and fitness. So naturally, I just gave myself that niche. I think that'd be really helpful if you guys shared that with me. But let's end it on a journal prompt, which Someone actually DM'd me earlier this week and asked if I would put all of the journal prompts from every episode on a highlight on my podcast Instagram. So I'm going to do that this week. I just have had zero time. Like I have been literally just honestly burning myself out. That's why I put that on the list today because I can feel it. And I think I'm just working a little bit too much and I'm not having balance in my life, which Again, you guys know I just talked about it. I need to stop being hypocritical and take my own advice and not only have balance in my health and fitness lifestyle, but also in my career lifestyle, you know. But I thought that was a really good idea. So I'm going to start putting all of the journal prompts on my Instagram highlight on the Not Your Typical with Caitlin Nolan Instagram page, which you can always find in the show notes or in my regular Instagram bio. But I want the journal prompt this week to be fun because it's actually Valentine's Day when you guys are listening to this episode and I freaking love Valentine's Day. I love love. I love the color pink. I am just obsessed with Valentine's Day and I always have been. Even when I was single, I just like loved it. I loved telling my friends that I love them, my parents, my dad used to always like wake me up with candy and stuff. I just feel like it's such a fun little holiday. And you guys know me, the most important thing at the end of the day is self-love. And we can't reach our goals without it. We cannot become confident without self-love. And it is probably the most important thing and the best thing you can put your energy and time into. 
And something that has truly helped me with self-love is writing affirmations. And it's an easy thing to do. Not an easy thing to do, but it. what I meant to say was it's like a basic thing that people say. Like you've probably heard it a million times. Oh, say affirmations. And I feel like because it's really basic and it seems very simple, you overlook it and you think, okay, that's like not going to do anything. I'm not going to waste my time. But take it from someone who really doesn't like cheesy stuff. And if you would have asked me five years ago if I would be like writing affirmations to myself and complimenting myself, I'd be like, there's literally no way. Like there's just no way. And now I do it all the time. Like literally this week, there was one thing that was specifically bugging me. And I woke up the next morning and I thought, okay, I'm going to sit here and write a list of 10 things that counteract what I was just thinking and compliment exactly what I was struggling with. And it helped so much. Like, I'm not even kidding it. Literally, I haven't thought about that insecurity since. And yeah, I'm not going to share the insecurity because sometimes I feel like if I share too much, I might plant a seed in someone's head. And I don't want to be like, like, for example, I'm sure you guys have been like watching someone on YouTube and they go and get lip injections. And then you like look in the mirror and you're like, wait, do I need lip injections? You know what I mean? So sometimes I just try not to like trigger anyone, I guess, or like plant that seed. But the journal prompt is just going to be listing affirmations. Um, Be your own Valentine for like five to 10 minutes and just write a list of things that you truly, truly love about yourself and make the list as long as you possibly can. Literally sit there and keep writing until your hand hurts or until you're just extremely bored. And also just know if you're listening to this, like you have brought so much love and happiness into my life. And I'm just so, so, so thankful for every single one of you. I can't thank you guys enough for still sticking with me. I've been literally blown away. I know they say this all the time on my podcast, but seriously, the feedback I've gotten, the amount of listeners who keep coming back is truly the greatest thing ever. And I'm so just thankful for every single one of you. So thank you so much for listening. I will see you next Monday. Have the best week. You got this. Don't be a perfectionist. And I will see you guys next Monday.